yes, yes. What up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of yet another podcast on this rainy hump day. Your boys, Sumit and Tanmit, we're back, baby. What up, Sumit? What's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm good, man. I just woke up from a very beautiful nap, and I feel refreshed to have another hour or two of work left to do, and then I'm going to go home, and then tomorrow I have work, and then Friday early, early, early morning, we fly out for Yuba City, man. Damn, bro. You ready for that? (sighs) Uh, I think so. I'm ready for it to already be over and be a success. Like I'm like, can I just get to that point? Can I, I not? Act? I actually don't want to go through all of it. I just want it to go well and be done with it. I hear you, bro. Um, you know, having been there with you in the past and you know, kind of experiencing it, uh, it's it's a great experience. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but you know, it's very exhausting. It's very tiresome. But it's, uh, it's demanding. You know, physically demanding, emotionally demanding mentally demanding yeah emotions run high for sure absolutely (laughs) (laughs) because everyone's so exhausted like pushed all the way to the edge of exhaustion everybody's on edge so like you have to be very careful how you talk to people around you like everybody's there to help and like you know obviously make everything a big success but like emotions do run high because it's 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 a lot man it takes a toll on you absolutely man i've had i still have ptsd from yuba <laughs> i remember every year i've been I'm, I'm always like yo i need at least a good week week and a half before i talk to any of you guys again <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. how i feel doesn't normally last that long <laughs> yeah i know man this shit is it's, it's hectic bro uh luckily this year the weather's great so there's no like in the past there's been years where there's like crazy rainstorms or windstorms or yeah whatever like it's supposed to be clear and sunny all the way through which is good man dude we used to put those banners up in the wind and it felt like a (laughs) hurricane was coming because like it was they were catching the wind remember that one year we had to like stab holes in the banners yeah There's a one year there was such a bad windstorm that when we were driving out, we saw like a pop-up tent just fly across the highway. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good times, man. Good times. So many stories come from... uh... So many stories. This year's supposed to be huge, man. It's supposed to be like 100 people, 100,000 people there. It's supposed to be insane. Oh, yeah. This is like a big deal this year, right? 550th anniversary or birth anniversary of Guru Nanak Devi? Yeah, man. 550. It's a big deal, man. (laughs) Actually, speaking of, my mom was telling me, so she flew to India on Monday, right? And she Uh was telling me that apparently, I don't know if it's real or not, but this is what she was telling me based on the things that, you know, people on WhatsApp share. (laughs) You you never know when things are accurate, right? According Uh, to WhatsApp, my mom was like, oh, Jagmeet Singh's the prime minister of Canada. I'm like, mom, where'd you get that information? She's like, somebody sent to me on WhatsApp. Yo, somebody sent my mom something the same, something similar, right? Where they said uh, Trudeau had picked him as the deputy prime minister. The first ever deputy prime minister since like 2006 or 2002 or something like that, right? And I was like, because she asked me, she's like, is that real? I was like, I have no idea. I haven't heard anything about that. So I did some research. I was like, that's not true at all. But she does goes, that position exist even? Like, is yeah, it does. Real? It's a real position. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But it's not, it hasn't been like occupied in quite some time, right? Oh, okay. And so my mom had sent that link or whatever to um, my cousin who lives in Calgary to yeah. verify or invalidate whether it's real. And he came back and was like, yes, it's been confirmed. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, no, it hasn't. Oh. <laughs> like, people are buying into the fake news concept. But anyway, going back to the 550th thing, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom was telling me that Air India on domestic flights in India is putting Ikunkar on the tail of every plane I to commemorate saw that. Yes, I saw now, a WhatsApp image of that. I don't this? know yeah. how real it is. It looks that's, that's exactly what I, I saw don't know. <laughs> She showed it to me too. I was like, I don't know why Aaron you would do that. <laughs> I, I don't know, but that's a lot of money to spend on that. I don't want to Google it right now, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> do it. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. But I did see that. I saw the same thing. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's real, what's not, especially when it comes on WhatsApp, right? It's like no. it's literally its own news source. 
Okay, so it says on the Economic Times of India Times that national carrier Air India has painted Ekunkar symbol on its Boeing 787 Dreamliner aircraft's tail to mark the 550th birth anniversary of Guru Nanak Dev Ji. That is true. Yeah, so the aircraft will fly for, on October 31st from Amritsar to London. So this is literally just one plane. Oh. <laughs> for okay. one flight. All right, that's cool. Hey, we'll take it. I, I mean, it's it. cool, but it's like, cool. why? <laughs> I mean, I guess. all right, never mind. I'm not gonna cool. question it. It's cool. Um, if it floats your boat, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> going back to Yuba, <laughs> wrong type of uh, carrier. Sorry. Yeah, I was <laughs> date one. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So about Yuba, right? So yeah. I always had a good time, man. Uh, I think the hardest part of Yuba was when everything was over and we would have to drive back to the airports to drop people off at like for their 6 a.m. flight. So we're literally doing like this overnight drive yeah. back to the Bay Area yeah. after an entirely sleep deprived, yeah. physically exhausting weekend. Yeah. We're uh, still doing that this year, too. <laughs> Yeah, ex- excellent planning and execution, guys. Great. This is all summit. Every year, we're like, never again. We're never doing that again. That sucked. And then, boom, we're like, oh, but uh, tickets are like 100, 150 bucks cheaper. So what do we do? And we're like, ah, fuck it. Let's just suck it up and do it. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely miserable. It's going to be the worst. And that's good. I, that's good encouragement for all the people that are going with you. Yeah. No, I hope none of them listen to this podcast <laughs> before we fly out. Are you kidding? I hope they all listen to it. Why not? We need to listen to this. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I need the volunteers more than I need the listeners. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> but but yeah. uh, their tickets are booked now, so they're, they're kind of stuck. Kind of. Not really. Yeah. Well, you'll determine anyway. how much work they get done out there. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of upset that I'll be at a Gurdwara at a Nagarkirtan this Sunday, though, because the Sunday is a big Sunday. Do you know why, Sumit? This Sunday is a big Sunday? <laughs> this Sunday is a huge Sunday. I don't know if I know why. This Sunday, November 3rd, the Popeye's chicken sandwich returns. <laughs> <laughs> it's back! Bro, I thought it was back already. No, November 3rd. They've been advertising like crazy. November 3rd on a Sunday. And their whole advertising is revolving around open Sunday. Like they're literally going around using that phrase open Sunday. Trying to take shots at Chick-fil-A. Yes, mad shots. Like just headshots straight at (laughs) Chick-fil-A. So have you Googled whether uh, there's a Popeye's out in California? Or you won't even be there. I mean, I'm gonna be at a Nugger Kit, and that's the fucked up part. It's like, on Sunday, yeah. It's yeah, on Sundays the Nugger Kit. Yeah, I'm not true. gonna leave and be like, "All right, guys, I I'll be back. I gotta go to Popeyes." Get okay, Popeyes. well, if you announce it, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just need to sneak away and do something about that. The thing is, like, there's probably gonna be massive lines. There's gonna be more lines at Popeyes than at the Nugger Kit. <laughs> Be long, it's be as long as the Langer lines. <laughs> Yo, the Nagakirtan starts at the Gurdwara, ends up at Popeyes. <laughs> it used to be like uh, the, the sick day parade in New York. Oh, we go all the yes. way down Broadway or Madison Avenue, and then everybody yeah. ended up at that like Wendy's uh, that turned into a McDonald's. <laughs> like everybody yeah. was there. Yep, everybody was at the McDonald's. Oh man, good times, good times, good times. So I don't know if I'm going to make the effort to try to go eat the sandwich this time. I don't know. I'm just, I think I tried to do it last time and every place I went to it was sold out. I don't know if I want to go through all that again. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to partake. I kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of over it. I mean, I don't know. I do kind of want to try it. But I'm not like, I'm not bought into, I haven't bought into the hype again. Yeah. I would only buy it because I want to do like a 10 man eats where I like 
grab both sandwiches both at the same time and then literally try to decide which one I like better. That's the what, only which That's two what I would do. The Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich and the Popeye's uh, okay. chicken sandwich and just compare. Okay, because I thought, doesn't Popeye's have two different chicken sandwiches? They have the spicy yeah, one and the regular yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would grab Got the it. spicy one, yeah. And that's the big debate, right? Everybody's like, which one's better, Chick-fil-A or um, Popeye's? Right. So I think that's the only reason I would buy it. But Why can't they just coexist? I don't understand. Why is everything a competition? I don't know, man. Shit is ridiculous. It's, we live in a crazy, crazy world. Crazy world, man. Yep. capitalistic society that's the way things go yeah speaking of capitalism fucking um how about here's a scenario you start a company you build it build it build it granted great idea great execution you're doing a good job but then all of a sudden you start driving the company into the ground and instead of being pushed out they're like Hey, uh, here's $1.7 billion. Uh, could you just leave? <laughs> Clearly, you're talking about a specific situation. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Adam Newman from WeWork yeah. is getting paid, is being bought out technically. I mean, rightfully so. Like, okay, yeah, I understand, you know, business. But that shit was insane to me that their SoftBank is paying him $1.7 billion just to buy him out cuz i think he still owns like 40 50% of the company or something. You're right. So he stepped down as CEO, but that doesn't really mean much. That's just, you know, overseeing the day-to-day oper- operations and activities of the company itself, right? Yeah. So he stepped down from that position. Great. That was battle number 1 that SoftBank needed to to undertake, right? Yeah. Battle number 2 was he was still the majority share owner of the company and chairman of the board which yeah. means that he had the most voting power as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they had to incentivize him stepping down from that chairman position and leaving the board. Uh, that way SoftBank could come in and run the company on their own. Yeah. Which, $1.7 billion for fucking up, not bad, huh? Not bad. <laughs> Better than hitting the lottery. Yeah, dude. And on top of that, he's uh, getting paid a consulting fee too. Of like, uh, I forget how much the consulting fee was, but it was like in the millions. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, we're also going to pay you a consulting fee. I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. That dude came out on top. But the crazy part of that is that thousands of employees were are getting let go. Yeah. Literally thousands of employees, right? Yeah. And this fucker is getting $1.7 billion. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's capitalism for you, man. That's, that shit sucks. Like, it sucks, but it's great. It's like fuck that guy. I want to <laughs> hate it, but I can't. <sighs> I want to know what he's gonna do with that money. Honestly, he's just gonna start something else, dude. I mean, I, I think all entrepreneurs are like that. Like once they once they get in, once they get, once they get their feet wet, um, you know, it's hard for it's hard for them to let go and go work for. What is he gonna do? Go work for somebody else now? That's not gonna happen. No, he's not going to go work for anybody else. But I mean, one point seven billion dollars. If you invest that the right way, you never have to work again, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't even have to invest that shit. One point seven billion dollars. That's enough money to last you a lifetime and some. Bro, that dude bought a seventy million dollar private jet on the company company's dime that oh they had to liquidate God. during this whole process, right? Fucking hell. And as a result, right, WeWork had run out of money or was about to run out of money. And SoftBank pretty much bailed them out again by wiring another $1.5 billion to keep operations running. That's crazy. And I was reading actually a little while ago, uh, actually earlier this morning. So there's a guy uh, who's a CEO of a company called Palo Alto Networks. Uh, His name is Nikesh, Nikesh Aurora, right? Uh-huh. He had advised against WeWork when he was working at SoftBank. Oh, okay. so he'd been saying from the beginning yeah. that this is not a great investment. You shouldn't make this investment. And yeah. from yeah. what I had read, it sounded like after uh, SoftBank, or I think he left right before SoftBank made the investment. Oh, but they had been looking at WeWork for quite some time prior to actually following through yeah. and, and and making that investment commitment, right? 
Um, well, here's the thing, though. Like, I, I don't disagree with the idea. The idea is genius. It's great. Like, I used to work at a WeWork, and I thought it was amazing. But I think at some point, he tried to scale too much too fast. And I think that's that's where he really had his downfall. Is like he just tried to scale too much too fast, and there just wasn't enough capital to keep funding that growth. Yeah, and on top and there of wasn't that. enough returns either. Yeah, and what basically the way that worked was they were signing these long-term uh, lease agreements in all of these buildings. They didn't own any of these buildings, none of them, right? Maybe a couple of their own buildings within Manhattan, but outside of that, every other building was leased. And what, so they, what they were relying on was these long-term lease commitments that they had signed with all of these buildings. Yeah. They were relying on these startups that come in or these companies that come in and utilize yeah. the the um, the collaborative space, right? Yeah. The shared space. But the problem was that the contracts for all of these different startups that would come in stated that all they needed to do was they could terminate their lease at any point, but they had to give one month's notice. You now, I remember that, yeah. Right, and it's like, if how how do you expect to make that work long term? Yeah. If you're giving people that freedom. So let's say, for example, especially in, in an open market where you don't have a proprietary idea, like you're going to have so many competitors come and tr basically do the same thing and undercut you. Yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, WeWork wasn't even the first one to that space. There was other companies that had already been doing what WeWork ended up doing, but because yeah. of the scale of growth and, and the, the speed of growth, and WeWork is what. Yeah, well, everything, right? Yeah, they did a great job overall yeah. uh, in terms of really making themselves well-known and, and uh, creating that recognition, that brand recognition. Yeah. Uh, but they were taking the you know the tech industry by storm or the startup yeah. industry by storm yeah. because of how successful they were, as you mentioned, you know, yeah. all the capital and revenue that they were creating. But, you know, I, it, I'll be honest, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with WeWork going forward. I don't know if it'll be sustained regardless of SoftBank's having taken over. Um, yeah. you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how things turn out, but man, Adam Newman, they literally threw him a lifeline and a half Yeah, by dude, giving him that 1.7 I mean, million. I, I guess that's smart on his part that he must've set everything up in the way where he knew that if, if he was going to be pushed out of his own company of his own idea that he would, he would go out on top. So good on him, like smart to set it up that way. But still, that's just, uh crazy situation to think about man that's insane somebody give yeah. me a check for 1.7 billion please bro all you gotta do is come <laughs> up with a good idea <laughs> sell people on it yeah and then drive it into the ground and buy a private jet <laughs> <laughs> walk around new york barefoot is, is that something he was doing yeah it, it was like one of his quirks people would say that that is the most disgusting thing i've ever yeah. heard I, I don't, hey, I'm not against walking around barefoot. Like, I enjoy walking around barefoot. No, it's not cool. in New York City. Fuck That's New what York I'm saying. City. New York City is disgusting. Bro, New York City is so gross. Like, at least the sidewalks are so gross that you know how, like, in most places, people water their gardens, yeah. right? People in the summer uh, outside of their businesses are literally hosing off the sidewalks every yeah. single morning. It's gross, yeah. Because of how disgusting it is. Yeah. Because every fucking person is throwing up on the sidewalk, <laughs> peeing on the sidewalk, shitting on the sidewalk. There's trash that's sitting out there. There's rats. Who the there's... fuck is shitting on the sidewalk? I don't know. It's New York, okay? <laughs> Shit happens. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, um, crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um, let's see. Your birthday just passed. Yes. Two days yes, ago. Yes. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Turning you. the uh, the ripe young age of thirty two. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're the same age again. You were a little yeah. bit older. Two and yes, a half just, weeks there. <laughs> just 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 slightly. Yeah. Now now we're the same age. You should call me Virgie. <laughs> <laughs> you would hate that. <laughs> I would. Not even my brother calls me that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man, um, birthdays are interesting, man, uh, especially as you get older. I think you talked about this when your birthday passed, you know. Birthdays, yeah. birthdays are interesting as you get older. Um, for me, I think it was it was like a, 
a, a day full of just like a lot of reflection, a lot of introspection, a lot of just, I was very quiet that day. And anybody that knows me and knows me from this podcast even knows that I'm a very talkative person. But um, uh, on the day of my birthday, like I was just very quiet the entire day. Like, I, I don't know. I was just kind of like in my own head for a very much of it. Um and uh yeah it was interesting uh i was gonna tell you this like even um i guess we could talk about this a little bit because we could talk about mental health stuff on here um what i found interesting was like so i had quite a few people that are my friends family you included um that you know the the culture the current pop culture is basically that when it's your friend's birthday, you share a picture of you and your friend uh, on your Instagram, on your Snapchat, Facebook, whatever. And you're like, yo, happy birthday to my friend, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And sort of the the expected response is pretty much to reshare that just so, just just to kind of like reciprocate and acknowledge that, you know, this person went out of their way and put me on their story. So I have to kind of pay respect to that. Like, you know, uh, and <clears throat> I want like for, for like almost 24 hours, like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't repost anything pretty much all Monday, but Tuesday I was kind of like wrestling with this idea because Instagram has become a place that also causes a lot of pain for people that are, going through a tough time or are struggling with their mental health. Um, Me, for example, like if I'm not in the best mind state or if I'm not at my strongest, I'll be on Instagram and it's just going to cause me more pain because I'm going to be sitting there feeling very sorry for myself or feeling feeling very alone. And then I'm going to be flipping through and seeing all these people that I know having the time of their lives, like, oh, this person's in Philly, this person's in New York out partying, this person's in Turks and Caicos, this person's in Greece, this person's in Paris. Like, holy shit, everyone's having so much fun. Why am I sitting at home feeling alone? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I was wrestling with this idea of I didn't want to contribute to that you know what I mean? Like I didn't want I didn't want to contribute to that because there would be someone like me sitting somewhere else thinking, damn, look how popular and loved and cared for this Dunmit guy is. Like he's got so many friends like shouting him out on his stories and he's just like reposting all of them, blah, 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 blah. I, so I almost wanted to preface before I shared anything on my Instagram, like, hey, like just so you know, this is not reality. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like um and i didn't and i'm I'm sorry i didn't i should have um but um that's what i was feeling man i was kind of wrestling with that idea of it's 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 almost like adding to an illness you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so yeah, i feel that i did the same thing on my birthday i'm not gonna lie right i, yeah. I think i think as we get older for whatever reason for some reason birthdays feel lonely right and i think it's a a pretty common theme i've seen some other people uh, also like tweet about it or say something about that you know and it's just like one of those things that you just don't really understand why you tend to feel that way on a day that's supposed to be relatively joyous and you know celebratory right yeah but i did that um i did share reshare rather uh, all the different stories or posts that people had put up and yeah I didn't think of it that way that you just did. And partially because I feel that it's just one of those things that we just do now, right? Within yeah. our culture of Instagram and social media, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's personally for me, if it's, you know, something that I, I was doing because I wanted to show people that I was loved. I think yeah. it was more along the lines of showing appreciation to the people that were posting for me. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right, right. And, being that birthdays tend to feel lonely there is a sense of warmth that comes from you know feeling that type of love even though like you mentioned it is somewhat superficial um you know people just kind of do it like they'll post something and then keep it moving right they're moving on with their lives doing whatever they need to do for the day so like we were we were younger 
I felt like birthdays were way more special, right? You'd go to school. Uh, actually, I don't know if you've experienced this because you came in to this country around high school, right? I think eighth grade or ninth grade, something like that. Um, so like when we would go to school, you know, our mom, like elementary school, middle school, mostly elementary school, I think, um, yeah. you know, my mom would make like brownies or cupcakes for uh-huh. me yeah. on my birthday <laughs> to share with my classmates, yeah. right? And yeah. it was a thing that every person in my like class would do when it was their birthday yeah and so for some reason it just felt like you know those were the days where you felt appreciated and everything was like it was special that it was your birthday you know what i mean yeah as you get older you're really just on your own trying to make that same feeling come back to life right and yeah you don't really get it anymore so i I can i can relate to that aspect of it but you know i know that you've had your battles and you know you've you've come out pretty strong from those as well and there's always going to be days where you kind of fall back into a hole at times and, um, and it affects you. Yeah. I think think it's completely natural. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, you, I know you mentioned it because of anybody else that's listening to this, that might feel similarly or, you know, try to kind of see through that. Um, I, I want to call it, a charade uh in a sense right yeah or a facade yeah facade actually much better word right it is yeah. a facade and yeah. not to say that the people who are posting stuff don't genuinely feel that love for you but it's to say that um why does it need to be shared so outwardly no it, public, it's not that it's know? just that it's just that I, I don't think we realize that the content that we're consuming is somewhat of an illusion i'm not saying people are out there lying about their lives but they've shared one tiny moment of their life that was you know a good moment or whatever and we consume it as if it's their whole life like oh my god this person has everything together they must not be suffering at all. They must never feel lonely. They must never feel sad. They must never be unhappy. And and that's the situation. So you can consume the content on Instagram by all means, but just I think we have to constantly remind ourselves that, you know what, this is not 100% the reality that, you know, I shouldn't take this and think everyone else's lives is, you know, greater than mine or whatever. Yeah, and that just kind of speaks to the overall social media in general, right? Because think about the things that people share on their social media. Most of the time, it's only people sharing certain things, certain aspects, positive aspects of their lives, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a nobody, curated nobody lifestyle. Sharing, yeah, nobody's sharing dull moments, sad moments. In the past. Right. That's what Twitter's for. No, I was kidding. um no i mean like i think instagram has really negatively affected a lot of people's psyche in general um you know their perception of things the things that they're chasing you know this whole idea of clout chasing um it's become such a phenomenon that's like i think i i i tweeted something i want to say a month ago something like that it's been a while where i said you know there's people out here literally chasing clout like it's currency right Mm -hmm. there is no currency there is no such thing as social currency that's going to last long term or provide any real value long term right chasing clout is going to get you what and where you know what i mean like it's a it's a virtual world you're trying to get some kind of recognition in yeah uh, yeah that's the thing i think uh even when i talk to people that are building brands that are building e-commerce stores building businesses, uh, uh, I constantly remind them as well that Instagram is a tool, is not the end-all be-all. And you need to learn how to use this tool to make money, not become not become the master of this tool and just kind of like limit yourself to it. I don't know if that makes sense, but I feel mm-hmm. like people, pe- I know people that have like mastered Instagram. Like I remember we had this conversation last episode where, uh, you know, I was unfollowing all these accounts that were inactive for so long. So many of those accounts had mastered Instagram. They had tens of thousands of followers. They had you know, engagement. The likes were there. The comments were there. But why did they shut down? 
You know, if all that was there, why did they shut down? It's right. because they failed to use the tool to take them to the end goal, which is to turn it into some sort of money. You know, even even yeah. if you even if you just have a, a a fashion blogging page, you can turn that shit into money. Find ways to you know use this tool to make you some money. And I think yeah, that's I, where this idea of cloud chasing comes from. Is like people just people forget that you know there's something beyond Instagram, and they think that Instagram is the end destination. It's because that's what people feel that when you've made it. Mm-hmm. You you share it on Instagram, right? And it's interesting to maybe look back on the history and evolution of Instagram and see, you know, where Instagram started, what what its purpose was, and how they've maybe morphed their mission statement to be something different than what it was initially, right? Yeah, because it, it was just supposed to be a social platform. Now, like you mentioned, it's become a hub for businesses for marketing purposes, right? It's become yeah. a hub for personal marketing. It's become a hub for anything that you can potentially put on there you can leverage it in some way right yeah. and it's i don't know i think it's there is a, t- a certain level of toxicity with not just instagram but any social media platform yeah. um it's really consumed our lives it really has yeah. you know we're we're consuming other people's lives but it's yeah. also consuming our lives and we consume the content at a hyper speed man that shit is insane like how like like literally if you think about it nobody looks at anything whether it's a video or a photo for longer than a second it's usually half a second or nanosecond or whatever it's like a millisecond it's so fast and within that much and sometimes you're not even you're not even like consuming the content you're you just want to feel like you you saw it and that's the satisfaction like oh i saw all this i saw all that i saw all that i've seen everything i'm right. up to date <laughs> back back in the day i don't know if you remember like when instagram first came out you used to be able to get to the end of the feed do you remember that like, i do <laughs> i remember that shit when i was first new on instagram when we first first started like literally you would scroll 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 dead end it would stop there was nothing else like it would literally say something like you've you've now seen all the posts or whatever bro i remember when i was for, like brand new to instagram and i would post something right yeah. i i might have gotten like 8 9 10 likes max <laughs> on my post right and then yeah. some people would like like their own picture so they could get to 11 and just yeah. they, would, they would like just show the number yeah, and it yeah. was like yo i hit 11 you know how huge that is <laughs> And now look at some of the numbers that people are putting up. But um, to to your point, what you just mentioned, you know, getting to the bottom of a feed, I have noticed on my Instagram occasionally that if I post, like if I opened it, let's say 10 minutes ago, right? And I'm scrolling, 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 looking at stuff, right? And then I close the app, I put my phone away or whatever. And then 10 minutes later, I'm right back there doing the same thing. Now Instagram tells you, oh, you're all caught up. You've already seen the rest of these posts that are below this point now. Oh, okay. Not that it stops me from scrolling. Yeah, <laughs> you get what I mean. Like, yeah, you're still. It's become such a habit to just scroll, 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 scroll. And we we talked about this on one of our earlier uh, episodes. Actually, you mentioned it, where yeah. watching people consume at hyper speeds uh, any type of social media, like whether it be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Right, you're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Stop. Double tap. Scroll, 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 scroll. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's yeah. that's essentially how social media works, and it's like, where is the social aspect of that? If you ever right. sit next to somebody and watch them go, watch them be active on Instagram, it's psychotic. Like it's literally psychotic. Like it's it freaks me out. Like I know I do it. I know I partake in the same exact behavior. But if I'm ever sitting next to somebody and I see them on Instagram, it freaks me out, dude. I'm just like, holy shit, this person is going through so much content. And like, I could look at my watch and just see like only 30 seconds have gone by and God knows how much stuff is now in this person's brain. Yeah. It's crazy. Man. It. Like that's insane to think about that much stuff is now in your brain, dude. I think that's probably why I personally prefer Twitter, right? Because you're not just scrolling, 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 stopping, and then you know reading something, right? You tend to read just about every tweet, almost every tweet that you've scrolled right. through, 
right? Yeah, so and you interact more, I feel like, on Inst- on Twitter too. 100%. And I think yeah. to some extent, this is partly the reason why Twitter has been so successful and in terms of its longevity. Um, it's just one of those things where you literally have to read and it takes some time to read, right? Whereas on Instagram, what happens is you, you're basically just looking for people that you know posting stuff. Yeah. Or accounts that you really like. When you see that they've posted something, you stop scrolling, you look at the image or video, and then yeah. you read the caption, right? Yeah. After that, you're continuing back to the scroll. But the, the social media is definitely, there's definitely to- toxic aspects of it. And yeah. that actually leads to something else I wanted to talk about. Um, it's another social phenomenon that we see based on social media, right? And that's this whole idea of the cancel culture. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. How people are so willing to cancel just about anyone for anything oh, that yeah, they yeah, disagree yeah. with, right? 100%. Like so fast, too. Like yeah. immediate, immediately. <laughs> but I think, so I, I know T.I. had mentioned something about this. Uh, um, but he had said how cancel culture is so fake because you end up canceling somebody okay cool how long are they canceled for because in like a week or two you're right back to them being Mm -hmm. absolutely normal right they're uh, they're back to being them normal selves and you've accepted them back into society in that sense yeah 100 yeah so like what the fuck is the point of cancel culture that was happening I, i feel like that's happened a lot um over the past year two years with a lot of big brands too like mm-hmm. you know when you know like h&m got called out and everybody was like h&m is canceled because they use this black kid and it has a racist feeling slogan on it or whatever and everybody's like h&m's canceled nobody fucking remembers h&m is canceled anymore everybody's still shopping h&m then gucci had so many instances of like blackface and all this stuff people were like gucci's canceled and Gucci's not canceled. Like the next right. day, literally, Gucci's doing just fine. Everybody's still buying Gucci. Um, rappers are still mentioning Gucci in their rap lyrics. Like Gucci has not been hurt at all. So not at all. This it's scary to live in a world where things are canceled and uncanceled so fast. Like it's ridiculous. 100%. I feel like when we were growing up. <laughs> You know, like we would, we we would mean what we said. Like if we hated somebody, you know, we'd be like, no, fuck that person. We hated them for life. Like we'd be like, no, there's this person's not getting a second chance. And I feel like politics back then was kind of like that too. I remember, like you know, growing up in Kuwait, like the India Pakistan hatred for each other was like very sort of permanent feeling. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like, and um i don't know it's it's just it's so interesting but also so scary and um um i think what i want to think about is like how will we adapt how is that going to affect us in the future like how how is the next generation going to be affected by that and what's going to be the effect on their psyche uh growing up with this sort of behavior right right that's what i'm really interested to to think about so I wanted to talk about this topic for a little bit of time now. Uh, I actually thought of it a few days ago and decided to put it down in my notes as something that I would bring up, right? Um, okay. It's actually natural that it organically came up today, but also uh, the timing of it, I don't know if I'm psychic or what, but the timing <laughs> of it is interesting because literally Obama made a speech or said something about you know this idea of cancel culture and woke culture uh, oh, just really? today, right? Um, and what he basically was saying with that was it's excessive, right? Good people have flaws and good people who do good things have flaws. Now, are we going to cancel people over those minor flaws that somebody might have? You know what I mean? That, like yeah. that's what the culture has come to in that sense. Yeah. You literally can just be like, oh, um, yeah, I like to put my cell phone in my left pocket instead of my right pocket. Yeah. Okay, you're canceled now. What? Like, what? Well, How does it like? Actually, you th- know th- what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what just hit me? What's that? I think, I think that mentality comes from, it comes from the pa- comes from the fact that since we're consuming everything in the virtual world, everything mm-hmm. in the virtual world is perfect. It's 
it's you know like it can't be touched or whatever right it's, it, it comes off as perfect 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 and so uh, when we see things that are even slightly imperfect, like this guy said, what this bitch said, what, like, we're like, okay, that's it. This person is done forever because we only want to consume people, content, whatever that is perfect. And mm -hmm. because there's so much of it, we can be like, okay, whatever. I'll want you. I have 10,000 other people that I can follow doesn't matter you know what i mean right. so people aren't really getting second chances as much or people aren't really getting the benefit of the doubt as much anymore because everything that we're consuming is in perfection is you know in in such a vast quantity too yeah you know what's interesting is this is literally a black mirror episode i don't know if you watch that show on netflix but i don't but that's basically there is an entire episode simply based around this concept alone, this idea of social media and the things depicted in social media being absolutely perfect. Oh, right. And the effects that it has on people in trying to maintain this like image of a perfect lifestyle. Right. Yeah. I had, um, I've come across a few people, um, who have been like, yeah, I'm trying to become an influencer. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> You can't even influence your own circle. How are you to plan on in influencing like a huge number of people that are out there in the social media world? You know what I mean? Influencer has become synonymous with I'm going to have a lot of followers. Exactly. They're going to buy what I tell them to buy. That's, that's, that's what it's become. Bro, to some extent, it's not even about selling anything right yeah. in some ways it's like i'm just trying to advertise myself and the things that i'm doing because i feel that i'm living a lifestyle that other people aspire right. to right you're the cool kid from high school right. the and popular like, kid from high school exactly. <laughs> and the likes that you get on your posts are literally the validation that you need yeah. to continue on with that lifestyle right yeah. it's so fucking fake crazy. it's like we're sitting here dissecting it but yeah. how many people really stop and think about all this shit that we've talked about? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's mind-blowing. Um, it and we haven't really talked about anything serious or real in quite some time, right? We try to keep it lighthearted and, and yeah. fun for the most part. Um, but I think this is something that absolutely needs to be said. And this all goes back to the whole idea of mental health and the effects on mental health as well yeah, as a result man. of all these things, right? Um the world is not perfect. Nobody in this world is perfect. That yeah. includes the smartest people, the, the people who have done the greatest things in this world. You know, even the guy who eventually will find the cure to cancer, yeah. that guy will not be perfect either. You, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, imagine that. Imagine, imagine the guy that finally cures cancer. And they're like, but this guy made a gay joke in 2002, so he's canceled. It's like, dude. It was fucking 2002. Leave him alone. <laughs> but Everybody made gay jokes in 2002. I really don't even think that timing really matters in that sense, right? Because yeah. the person you are today is not the person you were whenever that, whatever exactly. that shit was happened, right? right? So you, people always try to say, oh, no, that person is canceled. Why? You don't think that evolution takes place and people evolve <laughs> and, and grow up and shit? Like, what the fuck That's is wrong with That's why I was you? upset about, like, the whole thing that. Trudeau say that again? Oh yeah, the Trudeau brown face. Yeah, 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 the brown face thing. I was like, dude, this was twenty years ago. Leave him. He obviously feels bad about it, and obviously he's smarter now that he's not gonna do it anymore. He knows better. Why would you be like, hey, why'd you do this twenty years ago? You know what I mean? Right. Like, why does anybody do anything when they're kids? They're stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Um, <laughs> what's it called? I was gonna say something. Um, I lost my thought. Oh yeah, so remember when this new song that Sadumusayala with Mist and Steflon Don, and, uh, produced by Steel Bangles, had came out, had come out in '47. Yeah. So when the video came out, brown girls everywhere on social media were like, "Did you see what Steph London was wearing?" Um, Steph London, whatever the fuck is her pronunciation is. Um, yeah. Did you see what she was wearing in that music video? She was wearing uh, Indian clothing. You know, that's that's cultural appropriation. She's canceled. Yeah. Like, the fuck? <laughs> Why? Sidhu's yeah, on that song. Know. Steel Bangles is a Punjabi. It's sick. Yeah. 
like what exactly is your point like who is allowed to do anything these days you get what i mean like people are literally looking for any reason to cancel everybody and it's like yeah. the people who are canceling people are the are the ones who if they were ever exposed even in the most minor of ways would also tend to be canceled for in you, you know utilizing the same sense of judgment right yeah and That's it's just such a part wild it concept is. man it's such a wild concept dude i i hate it so much um it's it's sad to think about man and and, and to bring back to your um i think the the takeaway here is really to just be more mindful practice mindfulness in consuming stuff on the internet especially on social media mm -hmm. uh, whether you struggle with mental health or you don't regardless just be mindful of the shit that you're consuming and just be the next time you're quick to comment on something to drag somebody in through the mud or whatever just think twice just slow down for like two seconds just fucking slow down i right. think that's my takeaway you know like just slow down and think about okay there's a person behind this account there's an actual human being behind this picture that has feelings that is going to read your comments that is going to read your hate mail or whatever so just like to anybody out there that needs to hear this like just be more mindful and be more thoughtful about uh, about how you consume shit on social media, man. Right. I think that's See, my word of advice. I agree. And just to add to that a little bit too, right? Try to take an introspective approach to what you're looking at on right? Um, another example I'll give you, you know, on the flip side was, you know, for six, there was a, a major holiday that just passed, right? Bundi Chordivas. Yeah. And Bernie Sanders on Twitter was literally wishing every sick a happy Bundy Chor Divas, right? right? Six went crazy, bro. They were like, oh, Bernie just got my vote. Bernie just did this. He's such a great guy. And I'm like, yo, do you not realize that he's a politician? This is literally his job. Yeah. He's literally just trying to solicit votes from a group of people that he may or may not have already secured. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as, as, as getting their support. But you're sitting yeah. there get being you know so proud of the fact that he mentioned these few words that mean something to us you what? bought it that's it you just bought yeah, it that's exactly all. like that's there's you, so much superficiality and you bought it yeah exactly man because think about it like even even obama i loved obama but obama did the same thing obama would be like hey happy diwali and bandi us or whatever but obama was shaking hands with modi and cutting uh defense deals with him selling him weapons you know nuclear weapons and shit and Modi is the same guy that is responsible for genocide in India. Modi is the same guy. Forget all of that. Modi is the same guy that was banned from the U.S. before he was prime minister because of his criminal record, because he was, he's been accused of genocide. And his involvement with the RSS. <laughs> and his involvement with the RSS. And, and Obama has to be a politician. You know, I'm, I'm not saying he must have loved shaking hands with him. But he had to do what he had to do. So yeah, like, where was cancel culture back then? Exactly. Just don't <laughs> right? buy into every little thing, man. Just try to do a little bit more thinking for yourselves. Uh, just, I don't know. Be wiser. Be better. <laughs> yeah, and and the flip side of that again is like you know, try not to judge people for how they're using their social media either. Yeah. Right. There's there's a reason they're doing what they're doing, whether it be for business purposes or what. Yeah. But you don't also know what they're dealing with that they're constantly posting or they're constantly seeking this validation through yeah. social media, right? Like, just try to put yourself in their shoes, but also be introspective about how you're approaching and, and internalizing and consuming whatever it is that you're seeing out there. Yeah. Um, you know, this goes back to the old saying of like, you know, believe um, half of what you see and less of what you hear, something like that. I forget exactly. None of what you heard. Yeah. None of what you heard, whatever, right? Yeah. Um that still remains true and it's like a lost concept nowadays because everybody just falls for this whole of the social media image but yeah i really do hope there's some kind of solution in the long term for um avoiding things like this in the future and yeah. i don't know i just i just 
I wouldn't want my kids to grow up in the social media world, if I'm being honest. It's a scary world to raise kids in, man. Like so many of our friends are now pregnant and kids and stuff. And it's just going to be very interesting to see, I think, over the next 5, 10, 15 years, how, you know, what the new generation looks like because they're growing up with technology in the palm of their hands. They're growing up. Uh, they're growing up with, like, we grew up with technology as a luxury, even, you know? Mm-hmm. They're growing up with technology as a necessity. Like, not having a smartphone is a disability now for, for anybody that's a younger generation that's growing up, right? 100%. That's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see how that pans out. It's going to be crazy, man. Oh. <sighs> Wow, this is a good discussion. We had a good talk. I like that. Yeah, man. Um, um, I don't think we have time for our offbeat stuff now. <laughs> no, we should leave it. We should leave it for a different Yeah. Event. Um You know, I'd also love to get people's thoughts on Yeah. You know, what everything that we've talked about on this episode cuz I think it's things that really needs the attention and needs to get more exposure. Um yeah. Now, I always say, you know, I want to hear from the people that are listening. But I really do mean it this time. Like I really mean it. I want to know where everybody stands and what their thoughts are. And you know, maybe there's a perspective we haven't covered yet because you know we can only speak on these things based on my experience, your experience, yeah. Um, you know, and whatever else that we consume also via yeah. social media, right? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Uh, let us know what you what your thoughts are. Uh, get back to me. Get back to Thunmith. Let us know. Be safe out there. Happy Halloween to everybody. To- yes um, out there. Um, speaking of which does it feel like october has been the longest fucking month ever oh <laughs> uh, no october flew by dude i think for you probably not for me man it feels like my birthday was like two months ago no it flew by it's just like what the fuck october's done tomorrow tomorrow's yeah. the 31st that's right fuck that's crazy man all right, man. Let's wrap it up. You let's wrap go. it up. Yeah, this has been good, man. Um, I'm looking forward to our next episode. Um, shout out everybody. Thank you for tuning in, man. We appreciate all your support. I've actually been getting quite a few messages recently uh, uh, from people talking about, you know, I tune in here and there, or hey, I love uh, love you guys. Thank you guys, man. Really appreciate you guys joining in and um, listening to us yap about. Samantha and I are very grateful if we um uh if we have uh if you have enjoyed listening to us, please share the podcast with your friends, with your family, with people in your network. It's very easy to share things these days. So share it so that other people can also enjoy the same content as you. Yeah. Um use social media for good. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's it for tonight. Thank you, boys and girls, for tuning in to yet another episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Summit and Thumbit, we out here. Peace. Peace. Classics. Classics.